0: Welcome to Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things. I am your host, A.B. Ridgway. If you're looking for faith-based financial advice, that you can actually understand then you have come to the right place. On this show, we demystify all the financial jargon that you may hear from your financial advisor. We leverage proven financial strategies, but use faith-based principles for guidance. And during this process, we pray for discernment so we can understand the things that work for us. This program is for the beginner, Those who want to learn about finances, but doesn't have the time or willingness to go get a master's of business administration and finance or sit through an eight hour online course to figure out what a bond is. So if you're like the other millions of investors that wish they knew what their advisor was talking about, be prepared to be prepared. So sit back and relax. Not if you're driving. As we get the show started, a B cue the music. Let's make this happen. Moon shines bright. Dance under the stars tonight. Hello everybody, welcome back. Once again, I am your host, A.B. Ridgeway, owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management. Now this is our second show. The first one went really well as we discussed what is a fiduciary. If you didn't listen to that show, you may want to go back and do so. Because today, we'll be talking about financial advisors and how to choose them as part of a four-part series. We'll be talking about the types of advisors, understanding the services, what you can afford, and vetting the advisor's background. But today is all about understanding the different types of advisors. As always, let's start off with a scripture of the day. Today's scripture is Proverbs chapter 18, verse 2. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. Now, ain't that the truth? During our fiduciary episode, we talked about being cautious of the advisor who wants to talk about his background and credibility, trying to impress you instead of understanding you. And this scripture nails it on the head. See, a wise man seeks to understand before being understood. Knowing his opinion is just that, his opinion. It is okay to voice your opinion, and is encouraged if you are a client. But as a service provider and advisor, clients seek our opinion on financial situations, but that does not alleviate the advisor's responsibility to receive the client's opinion as well. Because as we discussed on the prior episode, the advisor is acting on behalf of the client, so he or she must be the teacher and student willing to combine all available information to formulate customized information that the client can understand. So our word of the day is going to be robo-advisor. So listen to the podcast. By the end, you should be able to know the difference between a robo-advisor and a traditional or online advisor. Now, the term financial advisor is a general term that many have used to leverage themselves as someone in your corner. I hear insurance salesmen using the term, CPAs use the term, and even finance coaches use the term in hopes of building their credibility. See, I have no personal issue with anyone using the term under two circumstances. If, and only if, that is what they're doing, advising clients about their finances, and they are explicit on the boundaries of that advice. If an insurance agent says that he can help you with your investments, I might be a little skeptical. Even though this may be true, the services they provide may be limited in scope. We will discuss this financial advisor pitfall in the following episode, but back to financial advisors in general. If you're listening to this podcast, then you at least know what type of financial advisor you're looking for. In the year 2020, many types of financial advisors have risen up the ranks. Robo advisors that's our word of the day which is more of a low-cost investment management software. See, they use these algorithms to build investment portfolios based on questionnaires that you may answer. How old you are? What's your work experience? You know, what's your current assets? Some of the benefits is that they are very low-cost because you don't have to pay medical insurance for a computer or even provide a retirement for it. Well, you may not think it's funny, but uh, I'm laughing. But because it's true, Right. Since the costs are lower to offer such a service over hiring an individual, companies can cut the cost to the consumer. Now, this is a great option for those who can't afford personalized service. To me, it is like picking a coat off of the rack. It may or may not fit, and it is one of a million, not one in a million. It doesn't care who puts it on, it won't change. Same with the robo-advisor. It asks general questions, trying to capture the general population as opposed to who you are. This is a great option for younger investors who want to save for retirement, but just not as investor savvy or have the investable assets to seek professional help. So next, there are these online financial advisors. These advisors are usually paired with a big firm like Fidelity or Vanguard and are used to bring in a human element to robo-advising. Now, of course, this is going to be more expensive, because the company does have to pay these individuals' retirements and medical. But the overhead is lowered. These individuals will work with you to build a holistic plan. The individual may or may not have a true vested interest in your success. And to speak with one of these advisors, you may need some assets already accumulated. So if you are massively in debt or new to saving, robo-advisors may be your choice. But once you have a good savings and, and pass that initial stage, you may be ready to speak with somebody like an online advisor. Now to the meat and potatoes. And what 90% of you listening are searching for, which is a traditional financial advisor. If you like what you've heard in the other two options, you will love traditional advisors. These are financial advisors, stock brokers, registered investment advisors, financial consultants, and wealth managers. If you didn't catch all of that, that's okay. As I stated before, if you use the term financial advisor you'll be fine each one of these uses it differently that suits their clientele but they all have similar capabilities right your financial planner um especially like a fee-based financial planner will be able to exchange stocks just like a stockbroker would um also a broker dealer somebody who works for a broker dealer will be able to you know provide a service like mortgage analysis just like a registered investment advisor would so Don't get confused in all the terminology. I just want to let you know that those terms can get used interchangeably. Now, these advisors are higher cost and tend to have a higher minimum for investments in working with them. Some as high as $250,000 and $500,000. And don't worry if you don't have it in a savings account. Some will just need a net worth of that amount or more. These advisors are great when you need specialized services Or when your situation is complex now what's complex complex means that you're you're married you have several kids maybe you're taking care of an elderly parent you know there's just a lot of moving pieces and and things you need to consider more than if you're fresh out of high school you have your first job and you're just taking care of yourself and maybe your car note right so i'll give you another example when my kids ask me what should they do with $5, I tell them to go to the dollar store and buy a wallet to keep it safe, right? But when a client asks me what to do with $250,000, that is more complex. The more resources that you have, usually the more complex the recommendations can be. So now in 2020 with COVID-19, the declining population of baby boomers and the market-dominating presence of millennials who were born with a computer in their cribs we are finding more traditional advisors are switching to an online presence. The idea here is that these advisors are no longer your parents' advisors, right? But more millennials and heirs to large estates find it more efficient to deal with their finances online instead of a physical office. Um, So during this time, you are seeing a lot of hybrid models, similar to retail stores that are downsizing their physical locations for more of an online presence. So which one do you choose? At this point, I don't think we have enough information to make that choice yet. We still have three more parts to consider before we choose our advisor. In the next episodes, we are going to speak about the services of each advisor. We'll talk about the differences between fee-only and fee-based advisors as well. So I hope that you have been blessed this evening. The key takeaway is this financial advisor is not a one-size-fits-all. As we discussed last episode, a fiduciary is supposed to work in your best interest. Will a robo-advisor invest in your best interest? Will an online advisor give you that human element you need? Or are your finances too complex to deal with someone online? Don't worry, as you follow this series, you will get information that you can use to make the best decision for your future. Our scripture says it best, A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only expressing his opinion. You want an advisor that's going to understand you and your circumstances and not give you something pre-scripted or cookie cutter. As always, this episode was created by A.B. Ridgway, owner of A.B. Ridgway Wealth Management, a virtual and in-person fee-only advisor that believes that financial advice should be custom-made. If you need help figuring out your finances, feel free to reach out to us at 337 337 414-3686. 414-3686. That number again is 337-414-3686. Or visit us at our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a free consultation. At our firm, we practice what we preach. So if you need more information or a better explanation of what you heard today, give us a call and we'll love to have a discussion on how we can serve you. I'm A.B. Ridgway and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. A.B., Cue to music. These people got places to go and things to do. I wanna go where the moon shines bright. I wanna dance under the stars tonight.